good time of the day and welcome to another episode of and when i say i mean i'm your co-host austin and i am your other co-host adrian we are having massive technical difficulties yeah and it's all my fault (laughs) if this gets out on time we're doing great yeah you're welcome uh yeah i basically just forgot my laptop charger and so can do nothing now yes um I, yeah, I have no idea what's going to happen, so we're saving it on through this web thing. I don't know. We did a preliminary test. Hopefully, it all gets recorded. So, cool. Uh, did you do anything fun the last two weeks? It's been two weeks of our time mm-hmm, since mm-hmm. we recorded. Yeah, no, it's been good. Um, let's see. Yesterday... We had a prayer meeting at church, which was really good. Nice. Um, basically, got to just pray about lots of things. Um, but one of the cool things we got to pray about was um, like ministry on campus, which I'm a part of. Um, it was cool to see how God's working in some of the other guys' lives. Shout out to Nate. Um, he was able to share kind of some things that God's been putting on his heart, and we were able to pray for him, and he was able to make some really cool connections within our church as well. So that was awesome. Um, last weekend was a pretty solid weekend. On Saturday, um, went to the beach. Uh, Becca and I went to the beach. It was down in Massachusetts. What? Which beach? Plum Island is where it is. I'd never heard of it. Where in Massachusetts is it? It's very northern Massachusetts. Are you familiar where um, Manchester by the Sea is? Only from the movie. It's kind of close to there, but probably not really if I look at it. Uh, it's not too far, honestly. Um, do you know where Newburyport is? No. Seabrook? No. It's closer to Newburyport. Were there any plums? I didn't see any plums, no. Uh, that's like the peach orchard, man. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know why it's called Plum Island. The peach orchard had some more historical importance, I guess. Yeah. I don't really know about Plum Island, though. So Unless the Battle of Bunker Hill was secretly fought on Plum Island. It wasn't. It It's hard to have more importance than the peach orchard. Yeah, no, it wasn't. So it was a beautiful day at the beach. Um, and then we went to the homeschool graduation, um, which I had never been to a homeschool graduation before. No, so. what is that like? Um, it's kind of like, so there's five people that graduated, and for each one, their parents got up and we were sharing about them. Mm. So it was nice. Um, and then Sue Zeely, who is like one of their teachers in their co-op or whatever, she also shared at the end, which honestly was the best part. No offense. She was just really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she was talking about how um, basically she was just drawing all these analogies and metaphors about trees and how we need to have deep roots and how our roots need to mix with other people's roots so that we can be fed from other people as well as feed other people um and that we need to be planted by paths streams rather a la psalm one um so it was good it was fantastic i'm not doing it justice at all um but it was really good then went to goodwill afterwards and we went to the goodwill where all the fancy rich people live which is the best? Is that the place. one we went to? No, I don't think so. Oh, that's like if no, we went to the one in Summersworth, which is like not where all the fancy rich people live. Okay, this is closer to Portsmouth, oh. uh, but not the Portsmouth one. It's even fancier and richer than the Portsmouth one. Oh my! Yeah, so that was a good time. Got some pants, which I can show you this weekend. Uh, oh. What else I got? I got this bag too, Me, which I not... also yeah. I'm gonna show Austin. Um, I also got this bag that I can show you this weekend. Cool. 
got a game that won the game of the year in Germany in 1990. Um, Germany is the only one that matters. Right. That's why I got it. Um, which we played it on Monday. It definitely is better that I'm guessing it's better with more than two people. That's just my mm, initial most games are initial thought. Um, got some cool old cameras. We took lots of pictures with old cameras. Nice. Um, got some film de- developed. Um, and then my friend Alka had his birthday party, which was kind of just yep. like a, let's show up to this thing and then leave kind of deal. Nice. That that's the best type. That's the best type of party. Yeah, honestly, show up like two hours late and then leave like a half hour later. Yeah, kind of. Maybe getting a quick game of volleyball. People don't play volleyball up here. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's too bad. I know. I honestly, know. volleyball is the best part of any party. <laughs> that's not entirely true. I shouldn't sell. What? I sh- no no no. Sorry, I was. Saying oh. It's not necessarily people don't play volleyball here. I shouldn't sell like the entire, you know. Sub all of the northeast continent of new england that's not a sub that's not what a sub i couldn't think of the right word to to grasp there so i just went Mm. with subcontinent um but yeah it's been it's been pretty good how about you i need to stop going places it this i this is it's it's awful i'm i am tired (laughs) i i don't know what time it is so, so Friday, Friday, two weeks. So two weeks from the the time of this, the release of this podcast, mm-hmm. I flew back from San Jose mm-hmm. to Syracuse and then drove two hours to Potsdam. Monday, like two days later, mm-hmm. I flew back to Seattle. Um, I was in Seattle for three days and then the next Friday I flew back to to Potsdam the next morning I woke up drove to the Albany Diocese Convention was there for a day and a half drove down to mom and dad's slept overnight there yeah you're there for like eight hours or something yeah woke up at 4 a.m. drove three hours to get to my internship was there moved into my apartment um and then was in is in southern maryland for the week and but now it's it's thursday and no one works on friday if you live in maryland Mm -hmm. fun fact okay dc maryland um western maryland i'm not sure about uh so now it's thursday night and i drove three hours again and i'm at our parents house yeah so I am I am tired of going places. I want to just stay somewhere and like sleep maybe. Fair. Um, but I have not been able to really do that. I enjoyed your um, video tour of your new apartment. Oh, you're welcome. What was your favorite part? Um, maybe the barren wasteland that was the upper floor, <laughs> <laughs> except the, the yeah. air conditioner was so loud. Yes, yeah, I put it in eco mode, and so it's much nicer now. Okay. Um, I probably am also saving on electricity. That's I don't positive. know if I pay that bill or not. Um, so I should find that out. I also. But yes, <laughs> I live entirely on the bottom floor, and that is still mostly an empty wasteland. Yeah. I well, your entire apartment is kind of an empty wasteland. Do you have any? My furniture? apartment. I have a desk. And a stool. I was thinking about buying a chair. Yeah. But I was like, no, I can make do with a stool. But it's too tall for the desk. So I really should just get a chair. Oh, wow. Target. When you, <laughs> when you said desk, I was assuming there was a chair with the desk. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, the stool is for the desk. Oh, my. Um, and I, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in the market for an air mattress right now. <laughs> I'm trying to. Your I'm trying to borrow. Was was so sad. I am. Try- <laughs> I'm trying to borrow an air mattress from this guy DJ that I work with. Um, you just buy an air mattress. You can go to Walmart thought, and buy a no, no, ten dollar no. air mattress. I, I thought he was gonna get it to me 
earlier than like sooner than like a week later. Okay. You know what I was thinking um, the other day? But I I'm on our my our camping mat. Not our camping mat, but the camping mat that, that we, we have. have. <laughs> it has gotten better. The more that I've slept on it, the better it's gotten. <laughs> you you poor child. You know what I was thinking about the other day? Uh, why maybe people do this and I just don't know about it. Why don't people fill air mattresses up with water so they're like a water bed? Because water beds are terrible. <laughs> why are <laughs> why are water beds terrible? It's not 1973. Mom and dad had one in like the early 2000s and they were sore out of fashion. Mm. Have you ever lay in a water bed? Yeah. It's like you're a drunk sailor. <laughs> no, that's when you try to get out of a water bed. Yeah, exactly. You literally cannot get out of a water bed. You drown. <laughs> like, uh, I am sure people have drowned in water beds. That's terrible. But laying in them is so nice. <laughs> oh. Yes. They're awful. Also, that is why. That's even less important. Why can't you just go to Walmart and buy a $10 air mattress? I could have, but I was like, no, I brought the sleeping mat. I'm going to give it a day and see how it is. And I told DJ this, and then I was, I got there the next day, and I was like, no, it was bad. Hook me up with the air mattress. I will say. It's been, it's been three days since then. I will say I completely respect your decision not to sleep on the, the tie-dyed futon. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> My land people were like, you can maybe sleep on this if you want. I'm like, are you kidding me? Did you see that thing? There's, there's no way in the world I'm going to sleep on that futon. That's totally fair. Um, but Seattle was fine. Actually, I was I was very disappointed. Why were you disappointed? I, if you were going to see two things in Seattle, what would they be? The Space Needle and the mountain, Mount Rainier. Okay, if you were going to see a third thing, what would it be? Uh, maybe that market. Okay, good. So Mount Rainier was stunning. As we were driving out of the airport, it was clear enough that we could, it was just like, boom. All of a sudden, it was right there, well, and we're driving. And is like mm -hmm. just the nature of being in Seattle is like you just Mount, Mount Rainier. It's just... You usually can't see it, apparently. Really? I, I could only see it once. Oh. We were just driving, and it was clear enough, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden, there's just, like this huge snow-covered mountain right there, Solid. and I'm looking around at the rest of the people in the car. I'm like, do they not see this <laughs> giant snow-covered mountain? Like, There was just no reaction at all uh, to, to the sudden appearance of this mountain. Mm -hmm. um, we, we drove over the bridge that famously was destroyed by the wind. Not the same bridge. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so, two massive disappointments. We walked to the Space Needle. It's me, this guy Kevin, and this guy David. Mm -hmm. Walk to the Space Needle. We get there, and it is closed for a private event. And I'm wow. just like, who in the Bill world <laughs> can close the Space Needle for a private event? I was hoping it was Jay-Z celebrating his billionaire status. Okay. But I feel I feel like he has to be in New York to do that. Because he's Jay Z. Because he's Jay Z, yeah. Um, and so second massive disappointment, we get to this fish market mm. and I'm looking I'm scouring the place. Where are the people throwing the fish? Yeah. Nowhere. We get to the famous place where they're supposed to be throwing the fish and guess how many fish are being thrown? None. It's none, yeah. It was awful. The, the first Starbucks is right across the street from it, though. Um, and the street is called Pike's Place. Yeah, that's why the coffee is called that. It was this. This, this is a very weird strip. Like right next to the first Starbucks is a, like a strip club. Um, and then right next to the strip club yep. was a bunch of people doing street evangelism, and they're Catholics. Okay. So it was just. It was just an it was an altogether just like weird mix of things going on on Pike's place. Okay, okay. Interesting. But at least Mount Rainier was not a disappointment. Mount, no, Mount Rainier was not a disappointment. We also we also we took a ferry cuz where we really were was Bremerton, which is across the sound 
from Seattle. Mm-hmm. Um, so we took a ferry across, and that that was really nice because we just we come around this bend and Seattle is just there. Um, so there there were some nice things, but two massive disappointments. Okay, okay, that's fair. That's fair. Misty has just been foiled by a moth. He is very disappointed about it. What? What does that even mean? He was trying to catch it, and he thought he had it, and it just flew away. And now he is completely lost. He's looking around for it, and cannot find it. That's fair. Any other thoughts? I have some thoughts about last week's episode. Oh, hit me with them. Well, it just it just seems like we were completely wrong potentially. Um. Okay. I don't know. Did you read Anthony's messages? I did read Anthony's messages, which I thought were good. Yeah, he did say the opposite of what we said. So I think, I think our problem is that we were too f- narrow-minded, maybe. What do you mean? Well, I think we were too focused on thinking about maybe us personally and our poor ability to a maybe take photos and b separate ourselves from the photos and experience the. Th- the world around us and see the fact that we're just young and don't have experience. At least that was the idea I got from from Anthony's text as well as talking to Becca. Um, okay. So, like, Anthony also said here, if you enjoy the artistic part of photography, trying to capture beautiful things in that medium is a worthy goal, which may not have come across in our discussion. I thought we said that. It wasn't strong enough. It was actually the opposite. Really? Yeah. No, no, that can't be true. Well, it is true, so... <laughs> no. Yep. The... Regardless. Okay. Disagree. Well, I, I'm i just telling you, multiple people have had this thought, so... <laughs> I think it's probably true. But I, um... but I, But I guess the point is, is that... Even if we did, we were narrow-minded, right, I, in some ways. But we both agree with that statement, right, that it, yeah. pursuing pursuing artistic photography and trying to capture beautiful moments is a worthy goal, as well as, like, taking pictures to enhance memories, which S.A. Anthony was talking about, not only just in travel but also in life. See, I, I still don't know how I feel about that, though. Okay, we don't necessarily need to rehash it. I think yeah. I think that we, in some ways, were wrong, or were narrow-minded in the way that we were talking about it, and that we were underemphasizing what professional photographers can do and do as an artistic form, and we missed that because we're not necessarily professional photographers. Oh, uh- yeah, but like I'm, I guess I I wasn't talking about professional photography or having pictures taken. Right. I, I that's what I was I'm thinking about it more narrow. of. That was the point, though. Right, but it wasn't clear. So I just wanted to if, uh, just offer an apology that that wasn't clear on our part, even if we both knew it. It wasn't necessarily clear to the listener. Mm. Sorry about that. Right. But I think it's important to try to be clear to the listener. Otherwise, what's the point? Just so we're clear to each other. Right. But then why (laughs) post the podcast on the internet? Just for the lulls. That doesn't seem like a good enough reason. No. So anyways, I think that, yeah. Just wanted to... Pay respects to those comments from faithful listeners. All right. Yeah. Yeah. What are we talking I, about today? Um, I think what we're talking about today is um, using pop culture as a way to understand our lives. Is that true? Kind of. Or like even pop culture influencing our lives, right? Mm-hmm. So I was listening to a different podcast. It was the one I recommended last week, Show Me the Meaning. Um, And they were talking about 
a different podcast, but someone called in about eighth grade and they said, Hey, you didn't talk about the best part of eighth grade, which was the Rick and Morty reference. And he said it was the most beautiful part of the movie, how they this awkward kid and this awkward girl were able to connect over this common point of reference. And I was like, no, that that's so wrong. That is not at all the most beautiful part of that movie. Um, but then also, I found myself unable to call and felt like I was in the office. And so that in some ways was like a helpful way to, it was like a helpful framing for the situation. Whereas I disagreed completely with using Rick and Morty to frame the interaction between these people. I mean, Does that make any sense? Kind of, but couldn't that just be because of the things that you are familiar with and like the things that you relate to? Like you relate and know more about the office, but maybe this guy has never seen the office, but has seen all of Rick and Morty. And so therefore that connection is better for him than it would be for you. I don't know. I have seen Rick and Morty. Um, but I don't know. To me, that's more of a, that's like missing the point of eighth grade. Um, be, like, I get, like, I just disagree with the, it being the most beautiful thing. Like, it is kind of about how you form connections. So it's nice that they are able to, to have this kind of initial get-out-of-the-gate connection through Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. Just the way the caller described it, I completely disagree with. Right, but I guess I'm just saying, like, isn't it possible that his interaction with that is different just because he's more connected to Rick and Morty than you are? Um, it is possible. But there's there are so many better parts of the movie, though. Okay. Like, regardless to how well you connect with Rick and Morty, I feel like there's better parts of that movie. I haven't seen it, so I can't really claim... You should. Everyone should. Everyone. Pause this. I really hate doing this, because it breaks the illusion of of not being a podcast. I don't know why there should be illusions to that. No, (laughs) you can't break... You can't break immersion. Immersion is is what we need um, all the time. For our metrics to go up. Okay. Pause this. <laughs> Pause this. And watch 8th grade right now. It's only like two hours. No, it's like an hour and a half. It. it you've got an hour and a half. What were you going to do Saturday? Tonight? No, no, no. Uh, Saturday. Saturday? Are you talking, Maybe it's maybe Friday. Are you talking about the listener? I'm talking to the listener. Okay, okay. Wake up at 6.30... You'll have knocked it out by 8 a.m. You've got the whole day ahead of you. Okay. Anyways. Go to the beach. Or don't go to the beach. Go to, like, um, a meadow and smell the wildflowers. <laughs> That's solid. I don't know if there are flowers or not. I need to go to bed. But, okay, so what's the what's the problem? You, you seem to you, – when you were talking to me about this earlier – you weren't sure if we should be enhancing our lives based on conf- or like I don't know what the word I'm looking for encapsulate um, yeah express our lives through uh, pop culture or just culture in general right right to me to me this feels like what I what I'm what I was trying to ask about cameras like. To me, having a camera changes the way that we interact with the world. And so, and I don't know if that is a good or bad thing. So having this shared pop culture framework also changes how we view the world. Mm -hmm. And is it, 
is that good or bad? Like, cause I, yeah, I was like, oh, this is like, this is just like that one episode of The Office, and it was that it was nice to think about it in that ways. Sometimes, but I'm also like, I don't like, I don't, I don't. I hope that my life is like bigger than The Office, mm-hmm. so like I don't want to, I don't want to constrain myself to this pop culture framework mm-hmm, mm-hmm. even if it is useful right, right right so okay so what did you what was nice about it and what didn't you like about it you kind of described what you didn't like about it but what did you like about it uh like it was nice just to see other people having struggled with similar things and gotten through it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay no that's good so I guess like what is your I kind of have an idea or thought where this is heading so do you want me to just go there or ask you questions yeah. to try to help you get there so do whatever you want so I think that the problem is right is that we're letting culture whether it's movies or whatever define like how we live as opposed mm-hmm. to like a higher truth I guess and maybe that's maybe that's like extreme but i don't think necessarily right like i mean what do you mean so like for me i have many times in my life said like oh this is like this episode of the office or remember this in the office making all these connections to the office or more recently in my life probably making connections to harry potter because i listen to the harry potter books at work all the time and so like i'm drawing all of these connections in my life to these other things that are happening and like like you said right you're able to see situations or things that you're going through in your life in these characters or these cultural things um and that can be nice and helpful i think the fear that i have is when that becomes like the most important thing or that's the only thing that mm. is is what we're finding our our worth in context or like the context of our lives in right and so for me and i i feel like i have been kind of challenged about more and more recently is like specifically like in the church and as christians what are things that we're taking in from the culture and just saying yes we're going to relate to the culture in this as opposed to relating to scripture or what god has said and i think that's where I think that's kind of what this is getting at, right? Is like, because exactly what you said, right? The the exact words that you said about why it was nice is like knowing someone has gone through this and that they've overcome it. Like in some ways we can get that from scripture, right? We can be able to like dive in and say, Hey, like this person was going through this and they were able to overcome it. And so I think like, that's why it both feels good and bad to make those connections because you're making those connections that helps you understand a situation, but it feels bad because it's putting our trust and hope in this cultural thing rather than like something that is actually true and steadfast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like I'm think I'm thinking about like, um, Star Wars and Game of Thrones where it's just people are so invested and like I have never been more disappointed in a TV show than I have been in Game of Thrones mm-hmm. um and like I was like it was weird to me how like how mad I was about it um yeah so I yeah I think that's that's when we kind of subsume i yeah i think if we if we take things too far um for things that aren't things that are aren't true in like a capital t sense mm-hmm. um like we kind of get in we get like too wrapped up in that and then like 
I I feel like always ultimately like betrayed by those things. Right, because they're not actually truth. Mhm. It's it's like it's like what I what I think is really interesting about watching fan theory videos for Game of Thrones even if they're bad. It's like everyone wants everything to make sense. Mm-hmm. And like trust that everything that is written is intentional and has a clear meaning for the the end results of the book. And so that's not that that, that like can't be true. Right. Um and so it's it sets up like a, a false expectation for your life. But I don't, this may be like completely off the rails of what we're trying to say though. I don't think so. I think it just seemed if I what I think you're saying is that like when we put our trust in something that's not or when we like try to compare our lives to something that's not completely true or completely perfect, it's gonna let us down. Mm-hmm. And so like and I think that that is culture and like cultural pop culture to some extent. Like like I think that culture does in some cases grasp ideas and things that do point to ultimate truth right like you can yeah you can look at something from culture and say okay i can actually well that's something different but i think like you can take away things that do point to truth and so therefore it does kind of draw you in but it is going to let you down because it is it isn't that ultimate truth and that's why i think it it's dangerous right is because we're putting our our lives i guess up against something that isn't actually true and is not going to um really fully kind of allow us to come to a full understanding of not only ourselves but of like the world um Mm -hmm. and so what i do think it is is like good maybe is like looking at those cultural pop culture things and saying okay how do these things point to what is true or how do like how can these things help me understand more of truth i guess so for example the other day i was listening to the seventh harry potter book and harry shows up back at hogwarts with like Anyways, he shows up and everybody's like, okay, Harry, you're here to completely overthrow everybody. We're going to kill Snape and Voldemort. It's going to be great. And Harry's just like, no, guys, like I have something bigger planned to go on. We're not just going to, I'm not just going to like, we're just going to get in and get out and it's going to be great. And everybody's like freaking out. I was like, no, you have to come here and, and set us free basically. And that was like the first time I was like, wow, didn't even think about this parallel to Christ, right? Like, how when Christ came, everybody thought he was going to overthrow the government, but really he had like a bigger picture in mind of that was actually going to end everything forever in the same way that Harry had his goal. So I think where, yes, a lot of times I do have just like stupid, I'm not necessarily stupid, but much smaller and less deep experiences with pop culture. I think when we can like experience them and then take, things away from them that point us to those deeper truths that is when it is it is beneficial so we don't necessarily have to like completely stay away from it but we have to make sure that we're looking through like the lens of what is true first does that make sense yeah i don't know for me the the worry is more that by having these references it allows us to um like project our lives down to a lower dimensionality does that make any sense maybe so i i think i think of it as like a mathematical thing so like if our if our lives are Mm three-dimensional the the culture that we have is like a a two-dimensional plane um in which we can take we can take our lives and project this three-dimensional figure onto this two-dimensional plane Mm -hmm. and that that's nice for us because it's it's much easier to represent things as two-dimensional objects um just because that's how we we look at things 
Um, and so I think that makes it easy, easier for us to deal with. But I, I worry because that makes it easier, we lose the real 3D picture of things. Right. Or the 3D, not picture of things, but 3D reality of things. Right. And I, but I think that, that that is, that is just the reality that we live in, right? Because there are people that don't even, in this analogy, right? Maybe I'm wrong, but like a lot of people just think that it is just a 2D world, right? I'm, I'm not even being like transcendent, just like, like my emotional experience. I think is being like, oh, I felt, I feel like Jim in this episode is like a really easy thing to say, but it's, it's not, that's not like, I don't feel exactly like Jim. I feel like myself. And so I worry that doing that allows us to, um, disengage from how we actually feel and experience the world. Um, because it's easier. Okay. I guess why is, so I, I don't necessarily agree with what I'm about to say, but like, why does that matter? Why do I need to experience my own when it's easier to just experience through other people's? Why can't I just be like Jim? Feel like Jim. I mean, you, I guess you don't, but like, I, if you don't want to, I guess you, no, don't, don't feel free. That's, that's it. That's missing the, the full experience of life. Right. But I'm trying to get to why do you believe that? Right. Cause I'm not sure if everybody believes that the same thing that you do. Right. Because my own, like my own emotions are different than, are different and greater than Jim's who is a, fictional character why um because i'm a, a person okay and jim is a character okay i guess like you're still there's like still presuppositions right that you have that like your you and your thoughts and your feelings i guess are more important than what is happening in culture or like what other people think, or like what other no, people, no not what not other more not more than other people think. Yeah, because characters are characters. I guess, but like if I I I still feel like if I have no other like desire, like if I have no other belief or anything that there is some kind of greater truth out there, I don't think that I care if I relate to Jim all the time or relate to Harry, or relate to these other people, or I can see myself in them. Why does it matter? Why? Why, though? Why Why? Why wouldn't you because want that, to experience greater life? That is the way of experiencing greater life to them, right? Like, uh, how? Because you can relate to them. You can relate to somebody else. Re like relating isn't experiencing isn't necessarily experiencing greater life okay then what's experiencing greater life it's it's like it's deeper it's engaging more fully like with yourself in the world i okay i don't think that that is any greater than just experiencing culture I think if you're looking for greater life, it has to be something outside of me and outside of the world. Like, I have to... Uh, yeah, sure. But I'm saying, in and of itself, that is still... Like, your own experience is greater than culture. But what I'm saying is, like, that by connecting with culture is a way of saying... Like, uh, of connecting to something greater. Right? I don't think that that is me personally. I think that that is like something that we pretend like that is, that is like the goal that we think the world thinks is like what we should be going after because like connecting to culture is something greater It's connecting something outside of myself. But like, I don't, I think that falls short of connecting to something greater, like, like connecting to God, right? Like that is something that yeah. like we replace, we've replaced God with culture. 
is what I'm trying to say. Oh, I I have never I have never thought of culture as that. To me, culture is projecting onto a lower dimension. So, like in in my in my mathematical analogy, mm-hmm. like God and our true selves would be like some four or higher dimensional, and then the the world in which we normally interact. In real life, it would be a four-dimensional space, but in this example, it's a three-dimensional space. Mm-hmm. And then culture is a two to zero dimensional space. Right, but I don't think that that is how non-Christians view the world. I, I mean, I could be wrong, but I, I don't know. Have I, like read poems or something? What do you mean? Like there are lots of non-Christian poets who would disagree with you. Yeah, well, I don't know a lot of non-Christian poets. I just know a lot of people who are just going through life and aren't poets. And I feel like to be connected to a greater thing besides themselves, which is culture, which is why they want to get connected. They want to have these like references that they understand, right? That that's why that person thinks that moment is beautiful, is because these people are having experiences that are outside of themselves that are bringing them together. That's saying, okay, I am able to connect on a deeper level. That's literally why that person thinks it's beautiful. Yeah. But that, uh, uh, that's like, I disagree completely. I think you're getting wrong for the wrong reasons, to be honest. I'm getting, I'm getting wrong for the wrong reasons. You're getting upset for the wrong reasons. It doesn't matter that this person like, the problem is not that they – I don't even know why you're upset or, like, I don't really understand your three-dimensional – I mean, I thought I did, but apparently I don't. But I but I guess I, I don't think that there's any point of, like – I don't think it's, like, culture is a lower-dimensional thing, right? I think it's something that we replace our relationship with God with, that we're seeking that greater that greater, like, understanding of, like – someone knowing me and that greater connection outside of ourselves. And we're replacing that with culture thinking, okay, I can connect with other people through these cultural references. When in reality, the way that we connect with other people and with God is through God. I don't know. I I think I, maybe I'm like too cynical, but to me, culture is like a way for us to simplify the world into ways which we can understand. What do you mean? So like your own emotional experience of the world or like your own personal experience of the world is a ridiculously complex thing. Okay. The office is a very simple thing. Okay. And so if I can take my really complex experience of the world and say, this is like the office, that allows me to reduce the complexity of my life to something that I can say it's it's like it's like something you can hold on to then. And I to me you do that at the expense of your true experience of the world. Okay. It, it just Or your more complex experience of the world. So to me like culture is a is a way for us to simplify things in a way in which they're more um tangible i guess okay so you're saying that our individual experiences is more important than a corporate group experience uh i am saying our individual experience is more complex than the portrayal of those experiences through media Okay. I don't know. I, I, I th- we're, we're talking about totally different probably. things. Probably. That's what usually happens. No, we absolutely but are. I, but I don't think that, like, I don't think that there's a problem with that. Right? That we're talking about different things? No, that, that you're trying to gain understanding. I, I don't think, if our lives are so complex, why is it a bad thing to try to gain knowledge about? them i don't think that's i don't think that's real understanding though i think that's that's an oversimplification at the expense of true understanding okay then how do we get true understanding by engaging up okay what does that look like Uh, like 
trying to perceive the four-dimensional space. Okay, give me something practical besides just saying try to perceive the four-dimensional space. I don't, I don't. That that doesn't mean anything to me. What does that practical? It doesn't. Do? This it doesn't. This analogy. Yeah, I don't care about the analogy. I want to give you practical. Um, like pray. Okay, that's great. This is what I want because when you just say perceive the four-dimensional reality, that means nothing to me. Well, just this, just follow the analogy. Austin, you don't understand that we don't all live in your head, and so we don't on just naturally perceive what your analogies mean. And so you need no, to no. Be, you need I, to explain I, the analogy. I even no, I did explain this. Analogy. No, you didn't. You didn't say yeah, what I does did. that look like. You never explain what does this look like. Like, what does this mean practically? Yeah, the I mean that should be clear. No, wrong. False. It's not clear. Uh, like, if if transcendent reality is the four dimensional space, we should do things to engage with that. Okay. What does that look like? How um, do I do that prayer. on a daily basis? Um, pray. Um, read the Bible. If you want to engage with like your real experience of life, I, I talk to people. Um, just think about your life. Right, so I guess that that's maybe we're not saying. I mean, maybe we're saying different things, but like, I guess that's my point: is that we're trying to connect with this higher dimensional reality, blah 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 blah, whatever. But people fall short of that because they, all they get to is the culture, and they think that this is what connecting with something greater actually looks like. But that's wrong. <laughs> like that, that's just gonna leave you wanting more still because. Yes, my life might look like Jim in this moment, but most of the time it doesn't. But like where do we actually get that is by knowing the creator, right? And I think that is where we like truly understand like okay, this is this is what this aspect of my life looks like. It'd be like John Krasinski explaining what Jim is thinking in this moment because he was like there acting it out it's not quite like that but like you know what i'm saying like trying to say like i think that that is why people try like that i i and maybe we just disagree on this but i right right to you like culture is is an aspirational thing but to me culture is a a a simplifying thing i'm i agree i do think it's simpler than what we are striving for but it it is what people strive for when they think that they are are I, which which I don't which I don't think is true. Okay, well then we're just gonna have to disagree on that because I think you're yeah. wrong. I mean, okay, I agree fine. that it is simple. It, it is simpler, right? But I don't think that I think it is it is simpler, and people are going after that because it is simpler, and it does allow them to somewhat like kind of perceive something greater. But it's a false elevation. It's not true elevation. It, it it doesn't connect them with God at all. I mean, again, you can make it that way, but like, it's it's never going to be that true elevation that people are looking for. It's I yeah I I just don't think that people look for transcendence through pop culture. I disagree with that. I think people are look. I th I don't think people are concerned about transcendence. I think they're concerned about being understood and having other people know what they're going through, and being able to relate to other people. And how do you do that? Right. By so that's, referencing pop culture by yeah, fitting into yeah that. exactly. That's simplifying your own experience of the world to make it something tangible. Right. And so what I'm saying is, they they want those things aren't bad it's not bad to want to be known it's not bad to be want to be understood but you don't find the true the truth of that and the true understand like truly being understood and truly being known doesn't come from other people or the culture it comes from god right so i think that that's where it fails and so yes it is it is lesser but is it is a way that people are trying to whether they know it or not get to god but they've just missed the mark. 
I, 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 I'm far too cynical, I guess. I don't know. Do you not think that people are trying to get to God? Like, we're not, like... I feel like no, that's everything. No, to me, mo like, pop culture is escapism. Okay. And maybe I'm just too much of a snob. Um, I mean, I'm not... Which is true. I'm not saying that pop culture isn't escapism. But I think specifically looking at that like where you're t like that person's talking about in eighth grade right that's what that that person is looking for something greater and that's why that person finds that moment beautiful right they're not just trying to I escape mean, that person why would he just say this is the most beautiful thing if he's just trying to escape i don't know right so i think yes pop culture and those things the media is whatever is us trying to escape in many ways, but I also think I would, that uh, it's a so, fake, it's a false transcendence. I would say that probably just because he has connected to Rick and Morty. I don't think so. I think it's because these two people are making a connection, and these people who felt like they nobody understood them and nobody knew them, now has found someone who understands something about who they are, and I think that's what people want. And people get that through these cultural ties. But like, uh, like Rick and Morty is is not like how people are. It doesn't matter. Nothing Austin, is. Austin, it doesn't matter what the medium. It, it doesn't matter. It could be Rick and Morty. It could be Lord of the Rings. It could be yeah, anything. Yeah, I'm saying it doesn't matter. What matters is these two all people. Of the, all of those are less than what people are, though. It doesn't, Austin. You're missing the point. Completely. It doesn't matter what the topic of that in that in Rick and Morty replace it with anything in the world. It. I agree, it and matter. all of those are lesser than. You haven't. What let is me like my sentence? A, I know what you're gonna say. But none of. The, but what then? What you're not listening to what I'm saying then. Do you not agree that it, that doesn't matter? What matters is that these people are making a connection, and that they feel known by the other person. Right, but I I think that's a false knowing. Agree. That's what I'm trying to say. Like that—that that only true knowing can come from God, right? And we're trying to find that in other people. And so they can get close, but they're never gonna find it. No, I—I I don't. I don't think that's getting close. I think that is getting further away. Sure, I can agree with that. But that's what they're—you—they're they're replacing that true understanding of God knowing them with this. With people knowing them and having that understanding, with that connection made by pop culture reference. I don't know. I could be wrong. I don't know anything, but that's just what I feel like is true. I I will I will stand by my cynicism. Okay, that's fair. Well, we need to wrap this up. You don't even know what time it is because you don't even have the time. No, I have no idea. We're at 54 no. minutes, so. Oh, my. No, we got to get those recommendations going. Do you got anything? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, um, so on June 5th, I purchased, I, I rolled into the, I just Googled bookstores near me, mm -hmm. rolled into this bookstore. It wasn't my favorite bookstore. Um, it, it wasn't like, it didn't have enough backlog to be a really great bookstore, mm -hmm. yeah, like a non-main main stream yeah, yeah. bookstore. Uh, but I found a signed copy of Women Talking by Miriam Taves, who may be the only famous Mennonite. Um, Is that true? Name another famous Mennonite. Um... What do you describe as famous? Um, people know who they are. Though, I guess Mary, most people don't know who Miriam Taves is. Who knows who and, Miriam Taves is? Like, her being a Mennonite is kind of dubious, but... Um, but anyway, it is a book. Jonathan. She is not. 
Uh, they are both from Canada, though. Okay. Um, she is, or the book is about women in a colony called Manitoba, but I think it's in Bolivia. And there has been a, a, um, like serial rapes committed by the men of the community. So they're trying to figure out what to do. It's real events, but this is the, her fictionalized, um, her imagination of what she wants to take place. Um, and so reading her New Yorker profile, I was, I was, I was worried that it was going to be much more, um, cynical than it was because i i ended it i was like if i had not read this new yorker profile i would have been like wow that was a great message that was a great book about what it is to be but i read her new yorker profile i'm like i don't know if she bent it that way um so it, it is a book where largely nothing happens so brace yourself for that but so i finished it june 7th and the book takes place over the 5th, 6th, and 7th of June. So that was serendipitous. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's good. If you're a Mennonite, I think you should definitely read it. Um, so, Women Talking, Miriam Taves. Nice. I just Googled famous Mennonites, by the way. Yeah. Here, is, do you want to li- These are famous people you didn't know were Mennonites. The first one on the list, John Denver. Now, this is a bit of a stretch. It says John Denver's grandparents attended Corn Mennonite Brethren Church in Oklahoma. So, bit of a stretch. That's a little bit of a, yeah. Dwight D. Eisenhower. His mother was raised no. in a Mennonite church. No. Wrong. Dan Schneider. He's a general. Dan Schneider, hockey player. Who's Dan Schneider? Um, okay, that one. that one might be true. James Reimer, dad's roommate's nephew. Also a hockey also player. A hockey player. Uh, Jeff Hostetler, NFL quarterback. I would believe he is a Mennonite. His name's Hostetler. Yeah, he was raised Mennonite. But there's no way Dwight D. Eisenhower is Mennonite. Like he was, a, he was the general of the army. Some actor from X Men movies. Who did he play? I'm trying to figure that out right now. What's his last name? Fear, fair, fear. All of these, most, a lot of these people are Canadians. That it seems like it. Mm-hmm. Let's find out who he is. Um. So, but Miriam Taves has not made this list. No, she is not. Um, is she? I already asked if she's related to Jonathan. You did. He, she is not. Okay. He is a no-name actor. Um, in X-Men First Class. Hmm. But anyways, um, what are my recommendations for this week? My recommendations for this week, I listened to um, Tyler, the Creator's new album. Is that good? Igor, Igor, I don't know how you pronounce it. It's Igor. I didn't listen to all of it, to be honest. I listened to the first bit of it, and I haven't listened to anything by Tyler, the Creator, I don't think. So I wasn't really sure what to expect. Uh, but I kind of enjoyed it. It was fun. Um, I'm not sure if fun is the right term to use. Um, but I enjoyed it. I would recommend it. Um, it's going to be rappy, so prepare yourself for that if you try to listen to it. Um, but yeah, that's what I got. I haven't com- consumed a lot of new media recently. Um, but yeah, that's what I got. Well, anything final before we wrap this up? Um, I am excited to not be flying to the West Coast next week. There you go. And you can sleep today, tonight, tomorrow. Well, I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to wake up and care for the, the babies. That sounds fun. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I got here after Oliver went to sleep. All right. I was so sad. Well, you'll get to enjoy it, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Well, that ends this episode. Thanks for joining us. Yep. See you next uh, week. <laughs>